Online Simplest Podcast, where we focus on how we can improve our physical health so that we can enjoy the life God has called us to, to the absolute fullest. Hello, ladies. Welcome. Welcome back. Today, we are going to have some fun and talk about three outdoor playground circuits you can do. So I don't know where you're from. I don't know if you're in get out and work out on the playground time yet. The day I'm recording this, it is beautiful outside. We did go to the park today. So it's just hit or miss. It's also usually that hit and miss season of could be beautiful. You could do a playground workout or you could need to throw on your winter coat again today. (laughs) So it's going to be fun, but I hope you're having a great week. I hope you're having a great day. Um, so why did I pick circuits when I typically do a playground workout and this works if you have a play set, cool, go do it in your backyard. That's probably the, the most comfortable place to do it because, you know, other people aren't going to be watching you. <laughs> You're not just going to try to whip out some push-ups in front of other people and while kids are playing and stuff. So if you have a playset in your yard, you could definitely do this. We do have a playset, but I did do playground workouts before that too. And I do sometimes do them at actual playgrounds. So this can work wherever. I know every playground set is a little different then, but what you could also do if it's in your backyard or you're going to a playground is bring a band with you and you can get so much more in if you bring that band because you can anchor that band to any of those poles on the structure and then all of a sudden you can do banded rows, you can do banded chest press, you can do pale off press, whatever. The options honestly are limitless if you bring that band. So Again, you might feel a little goofy going into this, and I don't know how many people are really going to listen to this podcast with this title and think like, okay, Brittany, not doing that. (laughs) Not about to be that person. But when we did it before, before we were in this house and had a swing set in the backyard, we did, I remember, I know for sure on the 4th of July, we had Josh in May, our first son. And 4th of July, we went to the playground and we picked a playground by our house that had a big like soccer field next to it too. And my husband and I just, so literally our kid was in a stroller. I mean, he was not even two months old (laughs) also to note that, but we went to this playground and thought, okay, we'll take turns walking him around and then doing stuff. So that's exactly what we did. We just did some strength equipment, you know, some strength uh, exercises, I should say on the equipment. Then one of us would like run the length of the soccer field and back and just switched off and on like that. But again, our kid was literally in a stroller in the shade where if you, but no one was there is the point. I think a lot of times we think, oh my gosh, I couldn't do this at a playground. It depends where you're going. It depends what playground you're going to. A lot of times if you're going and you know it's not that popular of a playground and your kids are all pretty self-sufficient to play on their own, great. Then bring your band, get your workout done with it. All the better if it is in your backyard and you know that you're obviously watching them. You're right there. No one else is really watching you. Maybe your neighbors, but you can just get that done right there. So, and and think about creative ways to do it. If you have littler people, like my son now, my youngest is a year and a half. So I just put him in the swing and I'll do a couple sets while he's in the swing and then he'll get down and he is running around. So then he'll get down and run around. But, you know, these are supposed to be fun and flexible, definitely not the time to be really annoyed when you get interrupted during a set and things like that. I definitely swing to the side. I'm such a nice weather freak (laughs) that anytime it's nice out, like I cannot be inside working out. So 
a lot of times during summer, if I cannot get my workout done early morning, which is my preference, if I have other things I need to do, like record a podcast or program for clients or something, or if we're in the middle of a challenge like we are, then I need my mornings for that and I can't always get my workout done. So then if even if your kids are still napping and if you know mine are still napping at this time, I do not want to go down in my dark basement and do a workout when I could be doing something in the garden, doing something outside, mowing the lawn, whatever. I just want to be outside. <laughs> so if it's a gorgeous day or doing my workout outside, I want to just bring it out there. So it's really nice to be flexible. It's also another, I'm not really trying to do a shameless plug here, but I will. I'm not even taking on new clients right now, but that is a nice thing about one-on-one -on -one training. If you are not sure really how to program your own workouts, that's something that's hard because you're like following the script. If you were, you know, say one-on-one -on -one training with someone, but all of them were indoor workouts, you needed to be by your equipment, you didn't know what else to do. That's what's hard. That's why I'd really encourage you, if you have not kind of started to do that already, to really try to understand how to structure your workouts and what exercises you could sub for different exercises so that if you just feel like going outside one day, you can just take it outside and you have the freedom to do that. You know how to just formulate, you know, sorry, can't talk apparently, but <laughs> you know how to come up with your own workout. You can listen back to one of my episodes on how to design your full body workout or how to structure your workouts, but you know, pretty easy. All I did for these three is I tried to make them as full body as possible. I will say it's very hard to get back without equipment. So if you, again, you do have a band, that's cool because you could do banded rows and some of those things. Back is probably the hardest muscle group to hit without direct dumbbells or TRX or a band or something like that. But I tried to include it in there. I did get legs in there and stuff. So all I did was pick an exercise from as many muscle groups as I could. And I just picked four exercises per circuit. And again, why I said circuit is that if you're trying to do this as single sets or supersets, so doing all of one exercise before going on to the next exercise, like if you did a set of 12, rest, a set of 12, rest, a set of 12, rest, and you went on, if your kid interrupts you or it starts to rain or something goes, you know, not according to plan, you've literally just done three sets of the same exercise. Whereas if you do a circuit, it's a little faster moving, you can do one set of one exercise, go right on to the next one. And I do think it just adds to the more fun, appealing sense of it. You are not going to build any incredible strength from this because circuit style, you that's just not the main point of circuit style, but you're definitely sweating, you're burning calories, you are still maintaining muscle, you are working your muscle, you might be sore from it, that kind of thing. It's just, it's not the way to get maximum strength. That's not when you'd be doing a circuit, but I, I just think circuit is the best way to do it. You could ignore me and you can try this as supersets or straight sets. You could just borrow these exercises and try it that way. Again, just for the interruption factor too. I know I've tried that. I've tried supersetting and then I get annoyed when I only got in, you know, rows and presses and I never did any legs or anything like that if I was trying to make it full body. So these are as full body as I could make them. And I'll try my best to explain what the exercises look like because I also understand this might be better as a video. I might do this on Instagram or Facebook or something this week to show you guys what I'm talking about. But hopefully you can YouTube all of these and you know figure out what the exercises are. But the first little circuit would be step-ups, inverted rows, push-ups, and a sprint down and back if possible. So our yard's pretty deep. 
So we could do that sprint down and back right in our yard. If you're at a playground, again, with a soccer field or something that you can even just, obviously, if your kids are there and you are not trying to, you know, get far away from them, you could just run around the equipment. Another thing I should say here too, is this is not limited to when you're at the playground with your kids or in the backyard with your kids. I've done playground workouts just when I've gotten up early on a Saturday morning and gone on a run by myself and then stopped at a playground and done a little strength circuit and ran back. It's just nice to mix it up. It's just nice to be outside. You get the mental benefits and everything of being outside, getting vitamin D, hopefully if it's a nice day out. So also, you know, think outside the box there. If I'm telling you sprint down and back, you're like, Brittany, I'm not going to leave my kids. (laughs) I get it. But you could be doing this at another time as well. I just tried to include some cardio and everything. You could, if there are stairs at the playground, you know, you could run up and down the stairs a couple of times. But step ups, you are just getting one foot up on some high piece of equipment. So the stairs or something would work. You are slightly leaned forward from the hips. You're pushing up through that heel, getting all the way almost to straight. Just don't lock out the knee. Then slowly coming down. You're doing that all on one side, then switching and doing it on the other side. The next, the inverted rows. These, definitely YouTube if you don't know what they are. This is where you're going to find a lower pole, which they usually have at almost every playground. I didn't put pull-ups on here. I did, actually, on the next circuit. I didn't put it on this circuit because I get that that's very hard for a lot of people to do with without bands. But a lower, if you find a lower pole, you can rock an inverted row. You basically get your hands on the pole and you get in like a reverse plank position under it. You're up on your heels and you are pulling your body up toward the bar, keeping your whole body really straight and then inhaling back down. Now the push-ups, this you can totally modify or progress. If you need a little help in this area, you can put your hands up on something. It's really nice to do it on a playground because you have all this available to you, steps and different levels that you don't have to get down on the ground if you're not there with push-ups yet. So you can elevate your hands. But if you are there, you can make it harder and put your feet up on something and your hands on the ground. Again, whatever. Don't be afraid to do this. I have I literally just put my hands in the wood chips. I put my feet up on a bottom step and I do some push-ups. It'll be great. No one cares. Everybody is worrying about themselves. And then lastly, again, adding that little cardio aspect to it, sprinting down a back, running around the equipment, running up and down the stairs. All right, that is your day one. Second workout. Bulgarian split squats are your first exercise. So it's another all on one side, then all on the other move to start us off. This is where you are elevating that one back foot. Say you're putting your right leg up behind you on a step or bench or something that is right around knee height. And then you are setting up basically in a lunge position. You are again, slightly tipped forward from the hip and you are sinking down into that single leg split squat and pushing up through the heel. So doing that all on one side, doing that all on the other. I'm not telling you guys numbers here because it just depends on the day. If you can only get eight on each side, do eight on each side. Do eight for every exercise, you know, do three to five rounds. Pick your reps that you could comfortably get out. It's okay if it's a little bit uncomfortable, but you know what I mean? You've got to pick that for the sake of time and sake of ability. So I just wanted to give you exercise ideas, but not necessarily the reps and sets that'll work for everybody. All right, and then, so you're going to do the split squats and then go on to pull-ups slash modified pull-ups. So I did stick these in here and it is a great exercise and playground's always great for them because there's usually monkey bars or some kind of high pull that you could use. The problem is that most of us usually need some assistance. So this is where if you brought your band, great. You can do some banded chin-ups or banded pull-ups. If you didn't, 
what you could also do if they have low poles like that you would use for an inverted row, you could sit on the ground, put your hands up above you, grab that pole, keep your heels down so you're seated in like an L position, and then you are still pulling your body up toward the bar, but your heels are still on the ground supporting a lot of your weight. So it's kind of like a lat pull meets a modified pull-up where you are lift, trying to lift your butt up off the ground, but you're maintaining that L position the whole time. You're basically in a seated pull-up while keeping your heels down. All right, now the next exercise in this circuit is alternating toe taps where you can be up in a plank and, oh no, I'm sorry, before I take you down in the plank, it is alternating toe taps, but that's not the setup for it. This is where you're going to be standing up. This is for the cardio boost. And you're standing right in front of a step or something that has a little bit of height to it. You're just tapping your toe on that bench, then step, switch to the other toe, step, switch, step, switch, step, switch. So it's not really jumpy. You're not jumping on and off. You could progress this into box jumps if you would like to do that. I always recommend with box jumps, jumping on but stepping off so your knees don't get that impact of the jump off. But again, you could do what you feel like there, but the alternating toe taps are a little bit less impact and you still get that cardio boost. Usually what I do, if you're sprinting down and back a field, you you have your measurement right there. But if you are going to do the toe taps, you could pick a number or you could just time yourself, set your little stopwatch on your phone for 30 seconds and do it. It's another way you could do it. And then last one in this circuit is side planks, And then you can make this what you want. So you could do any side plank variation. If you need to work up to it, you can drop that bottom knee. That's your modification. But you can make it harder by elevating your bottom foot and then lifting your top foot in the air. So picture you're in a side plank. You find a bench or low step to put both feet on. And you're up in that side plank with your feet on the object. I do forearm on the ground, but you could do palm on the ground. And then you lift your top leg. So it's not huge. It's not up in the air by your head. That's not where I want your leg. You're not trying to rock at this. But it's just hovering above your other leg so that you're getting a little bit extra inner thigh and abductor work and all that good stuff as well. It definitely is a progression on the plank. All right, last one. If you are at a playground that has a nice bench, which most of them do, you can use that for hip thrusts. So this is where you are. I don't want to make you lie on the ground for glute bridges, but hip thrusts are kind of a good in-between where you are getting close to that bench and then coming down the kind of the setup for it. I do like to sit on the ground just to set up and then you get the bench right under your shoulder blades. Your hips are low. They're right above the floor. Feet are hip width and you're driving up through your heels, squeezing your glutes looking down through your thighs, and then you inhale back down. Don't let your butt touch the ground between reps. So you are lifting your glutes, pushing up through your heels, squeezing, and then you're kind of in like a tabletop position with your belly up to the ceiling or to the sky, and then you are dropping your hips back down low next to the bench. That's a full rep. So hip thrust, great for the glutes, great for the quads. I meant hamstrings there. (laughs) Glutes and hamstrings, but your quads are involved as well. I guess that could work. Okay, then next you can use any of those big, beautiful high poles for hanging core work. So when you see all those poles and you're like, okay, not just for pull-ups, I can also do hanging core. Hanging core is great for grip strength as well. It just It's just really challenging to the body. So if you're brand new to any kind of hanging core, I would just practice with literally just hanging. So you are just like it sounds. Think Picture like you're hanging from the monkey bars. Keep your feet 
in front of you slightly so that you don't feel it in your low back. You're keeping them just slightly in front of the body. Point the toes, make a nice long line for the body. Then a progression on that is to, from that straight position, pull the knees up toward the belly button. So, and then bringing them back down for one rep. And then a progression on that is to do straight leg raises. So you are hanging and then you are bringing the feet with your legs straight up to about belly button height and then back down. Not with a huge swing. It's really slow and controlled. You can, again, YouTube any of these. Just look up hanging core. And then the last two exercises are tricep push-ups. So this one, you're going to go more in kind of a an upside-down V position. And you could put your hands on equipment if they have a bench or step or something. Or you could just do this one on the ground. And your hands are shoulder-width. Your hips are up in the air. You're in that upside-down V position. Your feet are planted on the ground. And you are just bending at the elbows, bringing your head down toward the ground, and then you are pushing up away. So again, hands are not going wider than shoulder width. That's how it's helping you get your triceps, not just super chest. It's really tough. That one's actually really tough to do. So just go down as low as you can. And then lastly, for the cardio boost up and overs, where you're going to put one foot on a bench or balance beam or something that you can kind of like set yourself up where you're like straddling it, but then step to one side of it, put one foot on. So you're standing, you know, next to this long object. Okay. And your foot is up on it. Think like you are kicking that foot out of the way and replacing it with your other foot. So you go up and over, up and over, right foot kicks left, left foot kicks right. And you are landing down on each side in between. So this is another really minimal impact one, just like the alternating toe taps because you're basically stepping up, stepping down. The idea is to get that cardio boost just going as fast as possible. All right. Okay. I hope that was enjoyable. I know it's a little weird to hear all of those and not see it in videos, but I don't know again where you're at. But for me to sit and watch YouTube videos is very difficult to find time to do in my day. Even when I'm trying to watch like gardening how-to videos, or sometimes I'll try to watch I don't know, breeding tutorials or something. And I just don't find the time as much. Even if I'm doing dishes, it's very hard to have a YouTube video on. It's just easier to listen. It, uh, this modality just seems to really work for a lot more of us. So figured I would do the best I can there to walk you through those exercises. But just have the confidence to go out and do it. And again, early mornings are always great. No one's really there, especially if you like to take your kids on a walk or kid in the early morning. I know I did a lot of this when... I had just one baby at, you know, public playgrounds. So that's the ironic thing is I had just one baby, but we didn't have a place set yet. So, which kind of makes sense because why would we? So I, we did a lot of walks and I would just stop at a lot of parks and do my strength sets right there with him with me. And now that I do have two, I do have a swing set in the backyard so I can just do them out there as well. So hopefully you can find a way to make it work or just incorporate some of these again on your own if you just want to get outside and can swing that maybe once a week on a Saturday or Sunday morning when your spouse is home that you can get out and do it. Hey, if you have no shame either, you could just do it right in the middle of the day, but <laughs> I know I'm still doing it in the mornings. I'm not, I'm not there. So I get it if uh, that idea turns you off. All right. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening and make sure that you are over in the Facebook group with us to hang out the Fit Mom Life to the Fullest Fitness and Nutrition group. Come on over and discuss all things health and fitness with us over there too. All right. Have a great rest of your day. 